millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The Undertaker at the Performance Center, the AEW angle that never was, and The Rock's new TV series about The Rock. For Friday, January the 17th, 2020, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. Oh my God! The Undertaker rocked up at the Performance Center this week in Orlando, Florida, much to the surprise of many. This was reported by PW Insider, saying The Undertaker had turned up and was there throughout the day. We have a little bit more understanding as to why he was there. So it looks as if The Undertaker was playing a guest trainer. They do this quite a lot at the Performance Center. We've talked about it before, where they'll get wrestlers not just on the WWE payroll, but from all over the place to come in and spend some time with uh, the Performance Center talent there. And The Undertaker turned up to watch NXT with the NXT guys, offering some pointers, reviewing some matches, and doing some one-on-one brain picking with some of the NXT talent. So that's why The Undertaker was there, so we understand, was to give some support and some guidance to NXT. However, speculation forever... Royal Rumble is around the corner and we're heading into WrestleMania season as well. So there is a lot of rumor and innuendo that The Undertaker could be making an appearance, if not at the Royal Rumble, then almost definitely as part of WWE show in Saudi Arabia now on the 27th of February. It's a bit of a coincidence that The Undertaker chooses this particular week like just a few weeks out from the beginning of WrestleMania season to turn up at the Performance Center and and offer some assistance to uh, wrestlers on the way up. So whether there was an ulterior motive here, we will find out very soon. Watch this space. When we know more, of course, you will know more. Tonight is not a recruitment. Tonight is an initiation. Dark Order! Put them down! Don't get to know me And you won't want to leave after tonight Down here we're lonely And we would love you to join us for a ride That was The Dark Order closing out AEW a few weeks back with a beatdown on anybody and everybody. But that particular moment was meant to be very different. I mean, I think we're always going to get that guy flailing away with punches. 
<laughs> and missing every single one of them. That was always going to be there. But this was going to be the night, allegedly, where we, we reveal the leader of the Dark Order, one Marty Skull. That was apparently the plan, according to Dave Meltzer from Wrestling Observer. So why didn't that happen? Well, because Ring of Honor happened. So Marty Skull's contract with Ring of Honor was coming to an end around this time. And there was plans for him to go and do other things. There was already a bit of circulation about him turning up in All Elite Wrestling. They'd even teased it a little bit on being the elite. And it was at the very last minute before uh, contract negotiations were set to be finalized with AEW, that Ring of Honor basically just threw everything to keep Marty Skrull on the books, offering him a massive contract with big money. Uh, apparently, according to Dave in the Wrestling Observer, we're, like, we're talking top-tier WWE-style money to keep Marty Skrull there. Not just money, but the, uh, the ability to go and work for NWA and Japan, so go and work other shows as well as Ring of Honor. And also, on top of that, they gave him the book. Marty Skrull is now the lead booker for Ring of Honor. So that was just a deal that was too sweet for Marty Skrull to pass up. So Marty signed with Ring of Honor and we didn't get the reveal that we were clearly building towards, which was Marty Skrull as the leader of the Dark Order. Whilst that would have been incredible, I think Marty Skrull has a real opportunity now in Ring of Honor to make some magic happen. Marty Skrull is an incredible wrestling mind. So Ring of Honor are really making a Hail Mary uh, to put Marty in that position. It's been a tough old time for Ring of Honor. Uh, not the greatest of press for them over the last few months. And in a wrestling market that's become incredibly crowded, you can see that Ring of Honor have sort of struggled a little bit to find their place. And uh, Marty Skrull at the top of uh, the booking tree, at least, maybe able to turn that round in some capacity. What this does mean is, of course, we won't be seeing Marty Skrull in an AEW ring anytime soon, but he is allowed to work in a few other places and you'll see him as part of NWA Power and he'll be taking some dates for New Japan in the forthcoming future as well. The ratings are in and just as the sky is blue, AEW has beaten NXT. So this is how the show's breakdown. It was the bash at the beach episode of AEW Dynamite drawing 940,000 viewers uh, an incredible number uh, on AEW side NXT a much better number much healthier number than last week at 700,000 viewers uh, a nice increase uh, from last week which was which was one of the lowest rated NXT shows uh, of the last few months to the point where it didn't crack the top 50. Normally, both AEW and NXT uh, win or lose. They're normally in the mix in the top in the top 50 shows uh, watched in America. And NXT didn't even crack that last week. They are back in it this week at number 39, which is a great relief. Uh, AEW have a ranking number five, uh, the most watched in the cable guide, which is incredible. Uh, another great win for AEW. I think a big part, a big driving force behind this, and. Sam Driver mentions this in the Cultaholic News on our YouTube channel, uh, whereby NXT is just a percentage of WWE's overall uh, TV audience. Whereas with AEW, Dynamite is 100% for now. Obviously, another show is forthcoming. So they're throwing everything at AEW Dynamite. And also the aesthetic feel of Dynamite is slightly different from week to week, which I really like. We had the bash at the beach 
theme show, which felt really special. And next week, uh, Dynamite is being recorded on Chris Jericho's Rockin' Rager. So we're going to have a wrestling show on a boat next week from AEW, which is certainly going to draw a lot of, lot of eager eyes to go and see what happens there. A championship belt could be changing its name in the WWE very soon. Being reported by PW Insider that WWE wants to change the name of the United Kingdom Championship to the NXT UK Championship to keep it in line with not just the belts on NXT UK, but uh, the belts across the NXT brand overall. Uh, when they started uh, with the WWE United Kingdom Championship way back, way back when, uh, the plans were very different to what they became with the NXT UK brand being as it is now. It only makes sense to change the name of that to the NXT UK Championship. Back to AEW, uh, Dave Meltzer was uh, explaining the injury to Phoenix from Dynamite on Wednesday night. He says he's pretty banged up uh, following the match that he had and he needed help getting out of the ring and help being taken backstage as well. Uh, there were some spots during uh, that tag team match with the Lucha Brothers where you could tell that, that Phoenix was struggling. Uh, we haven't got an update on, on his condition at the moment. Hopefully it's nothing too bad and hopefully we'll see him back in the ring as part of the Lucha Brothers very, very quickly. Also, AEW have added a new announcer to their roster. Congratulations to former WWE commentator Taz, who has joined All Elite Wrestling officially as of yesterday. He put out some tweets yesterday saying that the, his podcast was going to be put on hold and he had a big career announcement coming up. And then lo and behold, about an hour later, even less than that, he was seen signing on the dotted line for AEW. Taz did a phenomenal job when he was a guest commentator on AEW Dark. And it was great to hear him with Jim Ross the other day. There was just a real wonderful chemistry between them both. I hope that we see them working together again in AEW more. Uh, Taz is a great addition. Tessa Blanchard has responded to allegations of racism. This comes after uh, a whole number of female performers tweeted over the weekend uh, about Tessa Blanchard's conduct with them and in particular towards La Rosa Negra in Japan in 2017. Apparently a racial slur was used uh, from Tessa on La Rosa Negra in 2017. Uh, Tessa didn't comment so much on that until just last night uh, and Tessa Blanchard said, over the last week I've been accused of calling a fellow wrestler a racial slur. To read this allegation has been personally upsetting. To be clear I absolutely did not use that word. That word is not in my vocabulary. That word is not in my heart racism is not in my heart yet I know many people have to deal with racism in a way I will never have to racism is an awful part of American history and it is equally awful but still part of our society today while I did not do what was claimed I stand ready to use my platform to support the fight against racism however I can you ready to do this let's do it ah! oh there's more this is only the start of it Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Straight Up Steve Austin returns this summer on USA. And finally, two heavyweights of WWE are getting TV series away from the company over the next few years. Uh, Steve Austin has had his show, Straight Up Steve Austin, recommissioned by the USA Network. We're getting eight more episodes uh, in the next few months. Uh, it did really well when the ratings are. Uh, it was number one in the new unscripted cable series for men 18 to 49. It's a great demographic to hit that one. And The Rock is getting a brand new TV series all about The Rock. 
this is a deal between NBC and Dwayne Johnson. It's a new primetime TV show called Young Rock, which is all about Dwayne The Rock Johnson's childhood as the son of a pro wrestling star moving around from place to place. Uh, it looks like it's been greenlit for 11 episodes for season one. Uh, Johnson's going to be the exec producer and a cast member in some form. Now, obviously, The Rock can't play 15-year-old version of himself, as funny as that would be. There's two roles I see him doing in this, either as kind of a, a narrator for the whole thing, which would be a bit of a cliche, but quite fun, but maybe even playing his dad, Rocky Johnson, the late Rocky Johnson, which he did in that 70s show way back in 2000. Do you remember this? Mr. Johnson, you gave that team of midgets an ass whooping, sir. When you pile drive a little guy and the whole crowd turns on you. You know, when you're standing there wondering what they're booing about, you get bit on the kneecaps. Look at my knees. Midget bites. I wonder if you mind uh, giving my son an autograph. Yeah, it's really nice, bringing your kid to a wrestling match. You know, I got a son, and one day he's going to become the most electrifying man in sports entertainment. Yeah, well, good luck with that. I'd love The Rock to play Rocky Johnson. That seems too perfect. Too perfect. That'll do it for your Cultaholic Wrestling News for Friday. I will be at NXT UK in York today. If you're around, come and say hello and enjoy the wrestling. That'll be a lovely time. Over the weekend, uh, there's been a bit of a delay with podcasting stuff. So, uh, sadly, no new episode of the Cultaholic Classic Raw Review with myself and Justin Henry. And we have a delay on episode two of Wrestling in the 20s. But I promise you there's really big stuff coming next week as well. A brand new episode of Desert Island Graps is on the way, uh, featuring NWA Women's Champion Alison Kay and a King of the Ring watch-along special. Uh, that will feature myself and Justin Henry and a very special guest, a very special friend of ours as the special guest. And you'll be hearing that on the Cultaholic on the Cultaholic podcast feed very, very soon. Have yourself an amazing weekend. I will speak to you on Monday. Don't forget to join us. I love you. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Cultaholic.